You see, people collect all kinds of things. New, old, priceless, worthless. Darling, it doesn't matter what. I simply must know why. Those mothballs shouldn't get to keep all the secrets. This is the Mothball Prophecies. Hello and welcome to the Mothball Prophecies. I'm Samantha Mashburn. And I'm Jill Huffman. And I'm Spellcheck. And today we're sitting down in the basement to do a new addition to the Mothball Prophecies. It's a new thing. Brand new. We're starting it today. We just, Jill's idea. Yeah. Yay, I have them every once in a while. We are going to start doing a series of episodes for the Patreon that depict a certain um, item or a place or a person across what we've talked about on the show, right? Is that a pretty good... Yeah, it's almost like a curio corner, but like a really deep Really specific. Yeah. Rabbit hole. Yes, yes. The Wikipedia of curios, if you will. Down the rabbit hole we go. Yeah. So, because there's lots of times that Jill and I will be looking up stuff that we've talked about during a weekly episode, that there's a lot more in that episode than what we actually cover Mm -hmm. in... The curio corner, because we, we couldn't possibly, I mean. Yeah, we just want to give you like the little snippet. Yeah, spark the curiosity. Yeah. And one of the things that we've probably heard about the most consistently outside of Pyrex in the vintage community would probably, I would say, the, be the Madonna Inn. Oh, yeah. And coming from Idaho, I have heard of it in popular culture and then heard about it on the show, but I had no frame of reference for the Madonna Inn. I had never heard of it at all until last week. So <laughs> y'all get the real fresh commentary from the real. And yeah, it- no. Well, I lived in California and we, you heard about the Madonna Inn, mm-hmm. but um, we were, we were poor, so we couldn't really stay at the Madonna Inn. Right. So, and being like my grandma was very Catholic, I literally thought it was just church. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> I love that. And I was like, we don't need to go. I feel <laughs> like that would be. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I was I was talking to uh, before they left today, and I was like, yeah, we're gonna do this like deep dive episode about the Madonna Inn. And he's like, the what? And I said it's in San Luis Obispo, and he was like, well, I know that, but I don't know the Madonna Inn. And I just wanted to be like, that makes sense for your family, but I didn't want to insult <laughs> <Right>. him. <laughs> no, and I did. Uh, so this idea came too because I was doing a live action um, Kelsey um, from Valley Made Studio. Studio. Thank you. Um, she did a live action with a couple other people and she had some Madonna in goblets that she had gotten from a state sale. Mm-hmm. And I wanted those bitches. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so I, w- it was way past my bedtime too. <laughs> and uh, she held the first goblet up and it was the blue one, which I was like, okay. I just wanted to be like, everybody who's going to um, oct- like try to win this, just stand down. <laughs> uh, but the two women there were like, well, what's, I've never heard of the Madonna Inn. What's the Madonna Inn? And Kelsey's just like, you've never heard of it? And so she would kind of give a little bit of it. And I was just like, there's probably a lot more people that don't know about it and that they need to yeah. know about it. Like, I feel like one day, probably in the near future, we will have a mothball convention oh. <gasps> there at the Madonna. I Inn. would love that. I was surprised that I'd never come across it. I'm surprised you haven't either. It's it's, it's one of those cute. things that, like, if you like vintage anything, you hear about it. Well, yeah, it's, and it's kind of up your alley. It really is, absolutely. 
So we 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 split it up and we're I'm excited because I I did something like a little different. Like generally with Curio Corner, I kind of look over everything, right? And I have an idea. Mm-hmm. On this, I really stuck to what I was supposed to look up. So I'm gonna be really <laughs> surprised <laughs> with the other parts. Um, but before we talk about all of the stuff that goes inside of the Madonna and we gotta talk about where the Madonna Inn came from. Yes. So Alex and Phyllis Madonna are the matriarch and patriarch of the Madonna Inn. Alex was born just outside of San Luis Obispo in a place that is now known as Camp San Luis, while Phyllis was born in Orange County. Alex was the child of first-generation Swiss immigrants and was born November 19th in 1918, and he grew up farming in the area because that's what that's that what area did. California was. But tragically, when Alex was five years old, his father passed away. And then a couple of years after that, his eldest brother passed away when he was seven years old, leaving Alex the last male in the family with his mother's mother mm. and sisters. But he continued on with the farming and ranching. And that is like the forever legacy of the Madonna family. But he, when he was in high school, he branched out to start his own construction company. And all he had was his Model T Ford pickup while he was still in high school and wanted to start this construction company. Whoa. And he went out and then he was like doing jobs to save money to buy tractors and buy equipment and like build this empire. God, when I was in high school, all I could think was I can't wait to get out of my parents' house. Right? I worked 30 hours a week at Arby's for a while. Where was I at? (laughs) Oh, I worked at a grocery store. Oh, I worked at Popeye's Chicken on the Air Force Base. Then I worked at the library, the public library here. Wow. For a long time. None of us were trying to start our own. No, I feel like I missed out on life. No, you didn't. Well, I did. I did start my own business at nineteen, but not. That's true. You did in high school. <laughs> not Sam, construction. I'm better than everyone. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> Hence, why you're the main matriarch of this. <laughs> I'm actually, no, no, no. I think that that's probably one of the coolest things about you that you're just like unabashed about all your accomplishments. Like Thank you're you. just like, bitch. Have you seen what I've done? I'm like, if nobody else is going to hype me the fuck up, I'm going to hype myself up. That's so I don't good. know how to hype it. myself up. I'm like, yeah, so I do this thing. You keep us from killing ourselves. <laughs> Thank you. That's a <laughs> you lot. No, that, that's a lot. Yeah. You. I, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Please don't unalive. No, I mean, like, medically speaking, because, like, we do stupid things, and then Jill's like, honey, don't, because that's going to mm-hmm. do this, and then you're going to get sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> This is why I wanted her. I didn't want her for her wit or her charm <laughs> or her knowledge. I needed medical for the show. Yeah, you're That's just it. on I'm site. I'm disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so this construction company was quickly rising to popularity in the central coast of California, and they were building some of the most prominent places in that area, including most of Highway 101 from Salinas to Buellton, which I was like, what? Is that significant? Highway yeah. 101 runs the run entirety. Run a run? Run a run? Of yeah, California. it's like from tip to tip. It's like <laughs> tip, just the tip. Just to tip. the tip? 
Just the tip to the other tip. So he built, they built the final stretch of that. He built uh, the final stretch of the Golden Spike that connects Canada to Mexico. Whoa. Okay. He built the Salinas River Bridge and the award-winning bridge on Highway 166. He also built homes, the feed mill at Cal Poly, and the San Luis Obispo Regional Airport. All before wow. he built like the Madonna Inn, like all of this is happening at the same time. Whoa, what? Oh, wait, it gets cr- a little crazier. That it's... I can barely handle my full time job as a nurse, this mm-hmm. and taking my kids to soccer. Yeah. Well, did he have kids at the time? Hold on, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. So <laughs> during the height of his construction career, like as it was starting to gain in lots of popularity, uh-huh. he met this woman named Phyllis at a local steakhouse. Fuck yeah. They met, they hit it off, they went on dates, and their friends invited them to go to Las Vegas for a weekend in December. So they got in the car as a dating couple and drove from San Luis Obispo to Las Vegas, and then they got married. Yes. Good no plans them. to get married going on their trip, yes. but they got there and they're like, let's get married. That was in December of 1949, and it was a Christmas-themed ceremony, and the arch was decorated in poinsettias. It was gold. It was very much Las Vegas at Christmas time. I love it. And Phyllis recalls this wedding as the most exciting, most romantic, and beautiful wedding any girl could have. Oh, That's I good. love that. That's real good. So coming home from the wedding, Alex and Phyllis, they started to build their life together. They lived in a tiny house um, on Lincoln Street or Lincoln Avenue Mm -hmm. in San Luis Obispo. They welcomed their first child, Kathy, in 1954, their son, John, in 1957. And they welcomed these two bundles of joy at the beginning of the construction of the Madonna Inn. The Madonna Inn was opened and finished December 24th of 1958. Holy shit. They were building this in with two children under the age of two. I don't. Or, well, what? you would have had, so Kathy would have been four, turning four, mm-hmm. and John and would have been almost two years old. And they went on to have two more kids. Cocaine. That's the answer yes. to that. <laughs> At that time? I don't know. In the 50s? Uh, Hell yeah. It was everywhere. <laughs> so the Madonna Inn, the construction was finished in December 24th of 1958 and they opened on Christmas Eve with 12 rooms and they were so excited to open that they gave the 12 guests that paid to stay at the Madonna Inn they refunded all of their money and let them stay for free yeah because they were so excited Mm -hmm. for what they had that's something I would have done same I'd been like you came thank you exactly just being so excited that someone showed up right so even though Alex had a construction background he was not an architect so he designed the initial design of the Madonna Inn on a napkin and went from there and he designed from the heart so the plans everything he did he'd be like he would go room by room every day and be like so I think I want to put a wall here and I think I want to do this here which leads to like what the interior of the Madonna Inn Mm -hmm. is like now is because of that mindset of just adding shit cocaine yes we're going with that I'm just more evidence. (laughs) So they quickly gained popularity. And by 1959, the first expansion of the Madonna Inn happened, including 40 more rooms. So now they are at 51, 52 rooms. But in, in 1960, the inn facility was built to include the gourmet shop, the men's gift shop, the ladies boutique, dining room, cocktail lounge, coffee shop, baking and wine cellar and that's what you see when you first Mm -hmm. kind of enter the compound architect richard notra 
uh, Nodder, excuse me, remarked on how he couldn't believe that Alex, um, that the inn was built by a non-architect because it was so interesting and all of the detail that went into it. But tragically, in 1966, a fire burned the original units down, causing $200,000 in damage. $200,000 in those? It's lots of money. Also, the average room price in the 70s was $55 a night. Holy shit. That's a lot. That's a lot for that time. I'm looking up the exchange rate. Please. So the damages, so it was $2,000 in damages, but by 1967, so the fire was in 66. By 67, they had rebuilt all of the rooms to their original glory, and they continued to grow. And by the end of that decade, the beginning of the 70s, they had 110 rooms. Okay, so the damage in today's money, $200,000, you said? In today's money, it's $1,661,697.53. Holy shit. Look up $55. Holy cow. In what year? Could you? And that they rebuilt that in a year. Yeah, and that's the other thing. They rebuilt it. If you build it, they will they will come. They will come. <laughs> so, um, and interesting enough, the Madonna Inn, because it was farmland... So, I'm sorry. No, please go. $57, you said? 55. 55. Oh. Well, it went up from 55. Yeah. The base was 55. It's almost 400 bucks. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Money, 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 money. Money. Don't sue us. <laughs> it was less than 15 seconds. Perfect. So, the Madonna Inn sits on 1,000 acres right off of Highway 101. What? And that was like farmland that he owned. And Alex would like threaten to what he was going to put on his thousand acres. Oh, my husband. Is that who that was? Mm-hmm. Or a ghost? <laughs> so Alex was kind of a curmudgeon. We'll get into that a little bit more. But he would like threaten to put like they would like want to do something. He's like, I'm going to put a pig farm there so that people coming out on the freeway, the first thing they smell is pig shit. <laughs> or he'd like rotate a car dealership in and out. Just to be like, I own the land, motherfuckers, deal with I it. I mean, it's not wrong. Right? I love doing things just for the sake of like spite and like pettiness. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful you to me. You and Alex Madonna would have been. Yeah. So it was right off of Highway 101 with a bright pink and neon green sign to greet you. In 1975, critic Paul Goldberger wrote about the Madonna Inn in the New York Times, and the Madonna Inn gained critical claim in America and even more popularity. During this time, Alex's construction company was growing just as quickly as the popularity of the Madonna Inn, gaining Alex quite a few critics in the central coast of California along the way. Alex was known to be against environmentalism. (laughs) What? Mm -hmm. Shocking. He notoriously would go head to head with community members, city council members, and others, people within the community of San Luis Obispo. He was stubborn and stuck to his guns and his beliefs until the day he died. Um, There was one thing he said about people that were environmentalists. He said they have too much knowledge and not enough common sense. That's... Because he was like, he was doing construction <laughs> projects yeah. that were detrimental to the surrounding area. Obviously. So he was like making roads through mountains. Yeah. Like yeah. lots of stuff like that. But he was also saying to like, okay, you guys stopped building homes in San Luis Obispo and now people are having to commute an hour both ways instead of living in the area. Yeah. And, like mm-hmm. he had good points, but he was also like, he was kind of vilified in the community because I think he was... And this is just generally speaking. I think he was just kind of a turd. 
And so he just fought with well, people. Well, yeah, instead yeah. of like logically explaining like, hey, if you do this, then this happens, mm-hmm. but you didn't, so now. And that's where he came in with like saying, I'm going to put a pig farm there. Yeah. And like people bitched about the pink and green sign. They were like, it's fucking ugly. Who wants to see that? He did that because it pissed people off. Oh, yeah. Like that was kind of his thing. And same with like the running theme of pink inside of it. He was like, nobody's doing this. Everybody has read, we're going to do pink. Yeah. He was stubborn. He stuck to his guns and his beliefs until the day he died. That being said, he also had a huge heart and was really into philanthropy, right? So it is said that he gave millions to local organizations and schools, to the county's women's shelter and the Cal Poly Rodeo and 4-H programs. So he was constantly, he was doing lots of stuff in the community, giving lots of money. If a, if a employee's family member would die, he would take care of things for them. Because they staff like 200 people at the Madonna Inn. Mm-hmm. And so he was he was doing things with his money that you would expect somebody with that kind of money to do. Yeah. But also being a man of the earliest. And you know, century. it'd be those people too. They're like, everybody like, he's a grumpy asshole. And they're like, no, he's actually super sweet. And mm-hmm. He helped me. Drink. Like, it, I think those people, it's like, they kind of almost have to be abrupt mm-hmm. and in your face just so they can protect themselves right well and everything he was doing at the madonna inn was you either liked it or you didn't like it right it was a very staunch line that was being drawn and i think it's easy to criticize people that are that much different and to do like well he's doing this and he's doing that yada yada i think which in our world it's like that's awesome Mm -hmm. yeah so um alex died on april 22nd of 2004 of a heart attack He leaves behind his legacy at the Madonna Inn and the inn is still run by the Madonna family to this day. Today it is ran by Connie and Phyllis Madonna. Connie is one of Alex and Phyllis's daughters. And um, Connie's husband is the financial advisor and legal advisor for the construction company. Karen's husband, this was the child after they built the Madonna Mm -hmm. Inn. Karen's husband runs the company field operations and the eldest daughter, Kathy, manages the family's ranches in California and Oregon. Oh. Phyllis Madonna was awarded an honorary Cal Poly degree and continues to be active in the community of San Luis Obispo. Modern upgrades have been added to the Madonna Inn since the passing of Alex, most importantly, including a pool. Oh, yeah, because they hated pools. He hated pools. And so in what? 2004 is when they added a pool to the Madonna. <laughs> is that <laughs> such a weird thing to dislike? Yeah. He was not a fan of pools, so they did a pool and a sauna and uh, something else. That's a good Ooh, way to send somebody out. They're lucky he didn't put it in his will. <laughs> mm-hmm. That right? he's he probably cannot. haunting well, someone. Like, it's hot there. Why do you? How do you not have a pool? <laughs> so they, um, so they've added some modern upgrades to the Madonna Inn, including what Phyllis marveled at, which is automatic soap dispensers, sinks that turn on and off by themselves. Um, and she was. It was an article I was reading where she was talking about. It. She goes, "Yeah, you just put your hand underneath it, soap comes out. Put your hand underneath it, and water comes out." <laughs> like she just couldn't believe it. There have been rumors that they have been talking about some design upgrades and changes to the madonna in mm. but nothing has been done since it is still wonderful and over the top and i hope it stays that way for a long time i do too there's the beginning of it there's I the, know. the people behind that was like the teaser into it that's a roller coaster it is like i don't know when you think of a hotel you think somebody just like well, we need you don't a think of any of that. No. no, none of that is. And that was part of what he wanted to create. Is he was like, I. They said, I don't want this to just be another Holiday Inn. 
And that's he's like, you go somewhere, you expect the thing, all the rooms look the same. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And there was after Alex died, Phyllis was in North Carolina on a buying trip and saw these two 15 foot golden cherubs (laughs) and brought them back. And they're now at like the gate of the Madonna Inn. That's something you would do, Sam. And she said, it was like Alex was there with me helping me pick. She's like, he loved cherubs and angels and babies. (laughs) (laughs) And they had a booth in the lounge that they always sit at. And Phyllis oh. still sits there. Oh, wow. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. How old is she now? I think she's in her 80s. Let me look it up. I really hope Because she- they got married in 49. Mm-hmm. He was 10 years older than her. Mm. Does it say what year she was born? Okay. Phyllis was born in Orange County in 1928. 28? Mm-hmm. Whoa. So, so she's, she's like 90. 90. Yes. And you can order a book about the Madonna Inn. I don't know if they still do this, but you could order a book that was written by Phyllis. And if you request, she could sign it. I'm doing that. We're doing that. We're doing that. Yeah. Um, But so like you said, so many rooms, not one single one is exactly like the other. And that is just... (laughs) What? And no repeats, right? No repeat. No, there's no repeat. I have yet to find repeats. Um, so I found this off of crfashionbook.com. It says, Max, uh, maximally themed and decorated to an excessive theatrical degree, each room packs an unforgettable punch. There's a Bridal Falls room that comes equipped with a waterfall shower, the all-pink tall and short room designed for couples with different heights. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Yahoo room that features a star-sprinkled ceiling and a horse-drawn carriage bed as what we all dream of yes uh the all-out glam lucky rock room that decor that's decorated with tiger striped carpet and gilded hardware Jeez. the jungle ro- rock room that has vines growing across the ceiling the caveman room has a space that legit looks like an actual cave that's so cool do you want to hear some of that room con controversy what? Of the caveman? So in 1983, Hanna-Barbera took the Madonnas to court oh. because the original caveman room and the jungle rock room were called the Flintstone room. And they had Fred and Wilma, it said, yo, like their catchphrase. Oh. And it was all Flintstone. And Hanna-Barbera was like, absolutely not. They denied it at the time, changed the names. And then recently, a spokesperson for the hotel said, room 139 and this other room were the Flintstone room. And now they're no longer, and that's why they're named that. Oh, that's cool. Um, but so he said, like anybody can build one room a thousand, like you said. Um, and he tried to give a, people a decent place to stay where they receive more than they are entitled to for what they're paying, and wanted people to come in with a smile and leave with a smile. Uh, everywhere inside the overtop oasis are large etched windows, custom made for the inn. A hand-carved marble balustrade sourced. Wait, did you? You're going to say where it's from, right? From the Hearst Castle. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. Do you know what Hearst Castle is? No. No, but you're going to tell us. Okay, so listen. (laughs) I did a project on Hearst Castle in sixth grade because we had to pick a famous monument, and I wanted to do something that nobody else had done, so I did Hearst Castle. <sighs> okay, William Randolph Hearst. 
is he was oh geez i was gonna make a shitty joke i would say the first because it rhymes with her (laughs) (laughs) so basically he he was this um multi-multi-millionaire he owned a bunch of um newspapers he was extremely rich he was also very eccentric he is um a ghost oh it's the what the fuck is that movie it's like the greatest movie ever made and it's rosebud oh um yes you know what is that called me sitting here not knowing i don't know oh rosebud yeah son of a bitch (laughs) what is it it's um oh my god i can see the final yeah (laughs) yes no it looks like i have to watch a movie okay what is that called oh my god citizen kane yes okay okay so the movie citizen kane is based off of this man yeah the whole movie is a not at all veiled story based completely on william randolph hearst and he he had a house that was um he just kept building on it and building on it kind of like the winchester mystery house Uh, and so mm -hmm. he had there were there were fireplaces that were like 18 feet high and there were hallways that like changed size and it it's this huge sprawling building he had a zoo he had like whoa it it is amazing go like is that in the united it. states yeah it's in california jesus Hearst Castle. Well, that's probably why he got it because it's yeah. right there in California. And he was also eccentric, so he's like, I mean, yeah, he's I like, that. you're yeah. my people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Hearst Castle, so cool. Also, Patty Hearst during the seventies when she was kidnapped and then Stockholm Syndrome. That is the same Hearst family. Continue, Jill. I will be quiet now. Holy shit! Both Jill and I just went. Huh? Oh, okay. Thanks, Holy spell crap. check for your knowledge. <laughs> no, this is why you're here. This is why you're here. Spell check for mm. your brain. We want that. Thanks. I'm so the you know the balustrade from Hearst, a 16 foot tall gold tree made from leftover electrical copper, and incredibly ornate hand carved wooden doors, beams, and railings, all with the color pink to tie everything together. I love that. And it's like a Pepto Bismol pink. (gasps) Yeah, it's like a. The kitschy pink. What did yeah. I see it written about in an article? It was like creamy pinkini. What? Was one of the names. They used creamy pinkini or something like that. Creamy pinky. Creamy pinkini. I don't Cre- know. <laughs> now I just feel like I'm just going to suck. Now you're just making things creamy up. Creamy pinkini. Oh. <laughs> and it's like nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. Creamy pinkini. Go to Home I'm, Depot. I'd like the color creamy pinkini, please. But so Phyllis wrote pink flattered people and made them feel relaxed and happy when they were around it. And they uh the fill of pink spotlights people and highlights their positive attributes so that's why there's so much pink in it also pink and red light cover up blemishes on your skin so that's also um it makes you look nicer in photos there's also not a lot of 90 degree angles at the madonna inn it's no it's all curved (gasps) it's all curved pretty much um but let's see i'm just gonna pull up so some of so and they have like it ranges from everything, so you can get a luxury suite with stairs in it, all the way to a three bedroom suite. Wow! So there's one, um, and they're all named, all of them. So in a three bedroom suite, you can pick between the Harvard Square, Ooh. pick and shovel, <laughs> like a minor pick. 
That's like, it's a gold they country. Have, yeah, it has pictures and stuff. <laughs> Here's the description. Cattle brands are right out of the Old West and are used to identify a rancher's livestock. The pitch and shovel is the original brand for the Madonna ranches and can be seen on the walkway throughout the inn. Oh. The pick and shovel suite, staying true to the signature name, is located just above the horse pastures and features a rustic fireplace and living room. The wall-to-wall leather couch designed by Alex himself <laughs> and the tractor seat bar stools and tiled floors continue the Western theme. On the first floor, just off the living room, the master bedroom is complemented with replicated granite wall covering, a sleigh-style king bed. The master bath has double sinks and a tub-shower combo. So it's like every house in... It's, yeah, every 80s house. Yeah. Every house eighty built in the eighties here. There you go. Like a ranch style. Home. Yes, and like a Every lot of oak. Every suite is a house. Wow. Every oak, like very oak, very oaky. Oaky, magoki. Um. So is that where we are now, Sam? Yeah. So some of the rock uh, waterfall shower rooms, because that's its own category. You can stay in the Daisy May, the Rock Bottom, Misty Rock. Ooh. And then you have the Rock Shower Room sets. And those are, you can stay in Lucky Rock, Swiss Rock, Villa Rock, or Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mountain. Sign me up. Rocky Road. I just think of Lava Rock. I know it's not Lava Rock, but you know how no, everything yes, here, here is, is built lava, with yeah. Lava Rock? Yeah. My house has a Lava like, Rock chimney. Being drunk in that shower and <laughs> fucking just <laughs> eating shit. It's the first thing my brain goes Another to. Another good reason I shouldn't drink anymore. There you go. <laughs> At the Madonna Inn, you'll probably die. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So and <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! No more liquor for Kate. She's having Lacroix. <laughs> yep. No, I'm good. She's having water bubbles. Um. But yeah. So every single room is named differently, and it has its own theme. And each like you can go through the website itself and see all of them, and it gives a description and pictures and everything. But a lot of people go keep going back just so they can stay in different rooms. Yeah, which I would totally be one of those people. It, yeah, wasn't there a the woman money? that was that did or was trying to stay in all of the rooms? I think probably. So. That's which a I, thing. I get. Well, yeah, which I totally. But uh, what is so? What's the cost of a room now? Um, Depends on the room. Let's see. I there was another interesting thing. All so the all of the glass at the Madonna Inn is leaded glass, mm-hmm. like crystal I did, glass. Yeah, I did see that, and I was like, "Wow!" There's got to be some serious paperwork to keep all of that. There's an Irish themed room that I wouldn't mind staying in. Also, one of the waterfall features is in the men's restroom. Yeah, it's a it's a yes, urinal. It's a urinal. Stop talking about the shit I'm going to talk about. Oh, sorry. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> I was just, why don't we get cool features like that? But you know, the also famous thing about the Madonna Inn is their goblets. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the goblets, because I don't know anything. I want, now I want a robe, too. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. There's a special robes there? Mm-hmm. I feel like you should, everyone should have Catherine Delish robes there. Oh my god, I would love oh, a Delish robe. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna find one, and I'm gonna go to the Madonna Inn, and... That's how I'm going to be Instagram famous. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Okay, so they do have an article um, on the website, the Madonna Inn, about the evolution of their goblets. Um, The Madonna goblet 
are kind of a big deal, says, which they kind of are. Mm-hmm. Not only are they a staple in our restaurants and shops, but also in the hearts and cupboards of so many guests who treasure them for their timeless beauty and charm. In the beginning, however, the water and wine at Madonna Inn flowed from a different chalice. In the inn's early years, the tables were set with more generic style of glass tumbler, much like ones from a like a vi- vintage Viking calendar. Um, catalog. Um, it wasn't until the mid 1970s that Mr. and Mrs. Madonna found a flat rose design from the LG Wright Glass Company, which complemented the inn's whimsical interior design. A little over a decade le- later, Mr. Madonna decided to commission a custom design goblet that would better match the now signature rose carpeting. Fun fact the carpets were designed by a former Disney artist. Which, now that I read that, I was like, yeah, I can totally see that. That makes sense. The molds used to make these new and improved Madonna Inn goblets were later trademarked and used exclusively for Madonna Inn. The mold aptly named the Madonna Rose with a thicker and smoother finish that is earlier um, than its earlier counterpart. These are so cool. I want 20 of them. So I have three of them now. (laughs) What? Yes, because I won them at that live auction <laughs> with Kelsey. <laughs> with Kelsey, she had so she had a blue one, a red one, and the red one has the um, actual Madonna in around the rim. Yeah, uh, up on the top. Yeah, and so she had auctioned off two of the red ones and one of the the blue one, and they had mentioned a pink one, but I was like, it is way past my bedtime. I cannot stay up. <laughs> and so when I messengered the next day, I said, hey. When can I come get them? And she was like, hey, I didn't sell that pink one. I figured you'd want it. And I was like, you are correct, dear. So I have three of them now. That's really cool. And she has a uranium glass one. Whoa. Sam, did you, are you okay? No. Um, Which I need her to send me pictures of it at least, but. um, Or just the goblet itself. Yeah. She was like, I don't know if I want to sell it. And as soon as she said, I was like, don't sell it. But if you do. Come to me first. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they come in all like an array of colors. There's a the dark green, like the bottle green mm-hmm. glass ones. Ooh, I like those. And she had like they come in different sizes too. Like because eight she, ounce. Yeah, and like um, mm-hmm. can't remember what mine are the bigger ones, but sixteen ounce twelve. Yeah, they're twelve. Yeah, they're eight and twelve ounces. She had purple eight ounce ones. Like purple. They're dreamy. They're so pretty. Mandy and has a whole heavy. collection of them. They're heavy. Mm-hmm. They I think look, Riley has some They too. look really solid. Like you could hit somebody with them. Well, and I like too, like they have really great souvenirs there. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I like that their gift shop has like actual tangible and not like, you know, when you go like to anywhere, like any mm-hmm. hotel out of state and it's just like shitty stuff that says the state's name. Yeah. Touristy mm-hmm. little trinkets. Mm-hmm. You mean the vintage kind ones that we want to now now find? Yeah, I know, right? Add it to your list. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry I did that to you. I also want to go like have like the pink champagne cake. What? Like, yes. The, they have like a signature set of menus. Champagne cake. I could have that. That's mm-hmm. That's got the... That's and it's got baked. like big fat white chocolate pink sh- chocolate ribbons on top. Oh. It's really over the top. Like everything at the Madonna Inn. I know I have diabetes, but I could forget that for a we'll little bit. We'll pack extra insulin for you <laughs> for this trip. Where's the closest hospital? Back it up a little bit. 
So we could have the California Poppy Room for a total of $657. Wait, for one night? For, yeah, for, for three nights. Oh, okay. That seems like a lot. So that's like, what, two-something a night? But, mm-hmm. but with how big the rooms are and how cool it is and how many people they get. Well, and it's, it's like a, a resort. It's, it's an experience. It's not yeah. just a hotel. Yeah. Well, and it's for the, I would spend that much just for the experience. Yeah. And there was like some articles I was reading of where people will walk around the hotel trying to get peeks into the other rooms. Yeah. And the Madonna Inn is one of the places where you don't have to stay in the same room every night. Which is so cool. So you can mm-hmm. say one night in this room and then say, pick your other rooms for the rest of your stay. Yeah. I think if if you're going alone, that's maybe a bit steep. But if you're going as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, that would, that's awesome. That's so, okay. So you can also add little fun things to your room. They have a Madonna in blanket. Snuggle up in our super soft micro boa Sherpa blanket. Wow. Um, it has the logo. I'm imagining pink, but, um, I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. It says $55 a night. So you just get to borrow it. So if you call down for extra blankets, they're like, that's $110. That's for you, and then so it, you can use the goblets. <gasps> they for... look, look. Oh, can you see? Wow. They kind of look like old school headscarves. Oh. But they're blankets. I would totally pay them. Very money. floral, very kitschy. This is like adult Disneyland. It. <laughs> I don't know. Going to Disneyland as an adult is pretty fun. I, I've never been to Disneyland or Disney World. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to take you all with me. Oh, please don't. My, <laughs> oh, that's true. You my autism no, would you just would not just would not be good. I would vomit everywhere. I'll put a GoPro on my. Body. I just didn't. <laughs> so when my friends and I go, we just enjoy staring at all the families that have all their little kids. <laughs> We're like, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go on this ride now. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> we don't have children needing a snack or a toy. Oh, We're leaving. God. We're wondering why Mickey's leaving. But you can buy stuff online. They oh, well, and they I've seen it. Their, Oh, go ahead. The the all the the gift uh the gift shop all the stuff is available online. Yeah. So you can look at all of these cool, awesome. Well, and I know too, like that, like I've we've had friends that have sold stuff that's from the Madonna Inn and like come across it at estate sales and yeah, different things like that. So it's like this would this would probably do you well to put it as an eBay search term, like yeah, to get pinged definitely. when stuff comes up. Mm-hmm. You can get the ice buckets. Oh, so cool. Oh, that'd be fun. Aprons. I love that Phyllis was like, Alex did the building and she did the decorating. Like she had that, that was, was what she thing. was taxed tasked with. Yes. Yeah, because she was like, okay, your genius brain only works so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know he's like that doesn't go together, and she's just like, shush. Mm-hmm. I let you build it. I let you go this far. Now leave me be. The well, blanket is so cool. I'm still looking at it. There was a time, too, because of all the pink that they have inside of the Madonna Inn, because of California's laws and, like, cancer notifications for things, they had to stop using a certain red dye that they used for a long oh, time that because yeah. of that me. some issues with the toxicity. I'm going to buy this blanket. It's 50 by 60. Sherpa fleece on the inside. It's pre-shrunk. Super soft coral fleece outer layer. Wow. Oh, they have the robe. Oh. So, spell check. Yes. What do you have for us in the interesting fact department? Well, um, so actually, the Madonna Inn is one of those places that 
the whole thing is so weird and eccentric um, and unusual that just the regular facts about it are really interesting. So I don't have anything that's too um, too far off from what we've already talked about. Um, but some of the more fun features, we already talked about the, the rock water or fall urinal in, <laughs> in the, the public men's bathroom. I would personally just go in there and use it myself too. Anybody I, can use it. Yeah. It's unisex now. <gasps> so basically. Taking my she-wee. If you have, <laughs> if you don't have, if you don't have a penis, but you still want to pee on the waterfall, you certainly can. Lift that skirt up or whatever you've got on and it's just pop squat. Mm-hmm. It's actually, um, it looks very much like it could facilitate squatting quite easily because it's not a raised urinal it's um it's just like on it kind of looks like a fireplace just worry about splashback well you know on your feet yeah that's gonna be a thing that you're gonna have to just get over for the glory yeah exactly all right (laughs) (laughs) but wear my crocs rinse them off uh the so the the balustrade that jill had mentioned earlier one thing I don't think she said was that the entire thing is hand carved. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? I mean, (laughs) right. I'd be disappointed if it wasn't. We got to live our lives a little harder. Uh, Right. (laughs) No, I'm comfortable in my mediocre. (laughs) All right. I'll work on hand carved balustrades. Um, Sam, you already talked about how the, uh, the founder designed all of it on a napkin at first. On a napkin. No, that's not the first time I've heard something designed on a napkin. I think it's got something to do with the fact that he wasn't uh, an architect. Mm -hmm. Because an architect would probably have the grid paper with them. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, that was the one thing that architect remarked on was like, you fit so many details into this, they wouldn't fit on paper. Like, how did you do this? Mm -hmm. The shade of it all. There's so much in there. And I think it's because he wasn't constrained by the idea that he had to have it a specific structural way he just did it and kind of said fuck it Mm -hmm. well and there was we talked about it a little bit about the woman that stayed yes okay so thanks to ranker.com i have a little blurb here um a place like this there's got to be somebody who's going to try and stay in all the rooms i feel like that's just the nature of uh themed hotels so um given that each room is different it makes sense that visitors want to experience as many of them as possible most people don't have the time or funds to spend 110 days at the same hotel. But some stalwart souls have indeed accomplished this feat. The first woman, or the first was a woman, who returned to the hotel periodically to stay in a different room each night. In total, it took her seven years to stay in all 110 guest rooms. She completed the task in 1977. And in the years since, others have followed in her footsteps. I love that it was a woman. Right. But that's insanity. It was. It really is. Seven years. She didn't have kids, I'm assuming. Oh, no. She couldn't have. Or she maybe she did and she had a name. That was her break. Or she did and that was her mommy break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was her mommy vacation. That's so wow. cool to me. Holy crap. That's, um, I couldn't feel those that's shoes. That's dedication. Yes. Right. I feel like after the, like, three rooms i'd be like yeah that was a fun thought yeah <laughs> oh, go away so um the mountain behind 
the inn, like if you look at any outdoor picture of the actual building itself, there's a mountain behind it. That was named after the mount uh, after the inn, not the other way around. Oh yeah, because he owned it. Yeah, and they initially thought they was going to put a lodge up there, the mm-hmm. Madonna Lodge. So Madonna Mountain is directly from the not the man. It it came from the hotel when the hotel gained notoriety. The uh, it became the Madonna Mountain. Wow, that's so cool. So yeah. That's interesting. And there's, well, and it's one of those places where, like, there are so many, like, when you look up, like, the Madonna Inn on Instagram or you look it up on YouTube, there mm-hmm. are hundreds of videos that link back to people walking through, doing tours. Yeah, it's, like, showed up in movies and TV shows. Yeah. Oh, they've shipped some of their baked goods. What? <gasps> Shut the fridge. They don't ship the, the cakes, but they ship other stuff. Okay. Another interesting thing about the Madonna Inn is like it does it, it takes regular people that go there like us, but it's also a site for celebrities, of course. Yeah, oh, for sure. So just a list of some of the people that have stayed there. Um, the famous people include Clint Eastwood, Sam Elliott, Dustin Hoffman, Bette Midler, Dolly Parton, John Wayne, Paul Newman, George Burns, Steve Martin, Lucille Ball. Um, and as problematic as some of those people are, they're still mm-hmm. a part of the Madonna's in history. Yeah. Um, Macaulay Culkin once stayed in the old fashioned honeymoon room, Debbie Harry in the country gentleman room, Michael Dukakis in the romance room. Ooh. It has been a filming spot for movies, television, and music videos. Remember those? Yeah. Right. The art house movie Aria was shot there. Reality shows like The Bachelor, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Little People, Big World have all filmed on the premises. Grimes and Lady Antebellum are among the artists who have shot music videos at the end, which is, I mean, I'm sure there's lots more than that list. Weird Al did too. Whoa. Right. The uh, 1978 song Take Me Down mentions the Madonna Inn's famous urinal. <laughs> It's very weird. Of Allison. course it does. But all in all, I mean, I really, it's like everything. I didn't think that it was going to have, I also, I had no idea how old it was. Right. I no. thought it was named after Madonna and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Either the singer or the. <laughs> right. Mother Mary. And it, well, right. and it just goes to show that like, what the fuck was happening in the fifties and sixties in California? Like the amount of stuff like this that was built in that state i think it has a lot to do like as a real answer i think it has a lot to do with um soldiers coming back from the war Mm -hmm. and having to do something so Mm -hmm. that they could get back to normal life and just the the desperation of i can't sit at home yeah i gotta go do something plus they had boomer money so right yeah they had yeah they had money to spend they had time and, you know, they had the drive for it, I guess. They had the gumption. Gumption? Are we 78 years <laughs> yeah. old? Yeah, we I are. Because <laughs> we, are, we, are, we started the Madonna Inn. Right. I wonder, I, I hope that it goes on for another, you know, half century. I hope that it continues as the legacy that it has. And it stays just as strange. Because it's just going to get weirder, right? Yeah. The more advanced we get as a society. Yeah. How many more things are going to become automated? Right. I hope it stays just, I hope the family, you know, when Phyllis mm-hmm. does pass away, continues the Madonna in legacy. As it is. Yeah. Without trying to do that thing where mm-hmm. they want to rebrand or something. Right. You can't rebrand. That would 
pretty detrimental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's order us some cookies or whatever they ship. Yeah. Um, well, we also have people on the inside. We could have somebody ship us a cake. <laughs> yeah. It's true. If it doesn't show up beautiful, that's okay. I need one of those goblets now. Yeah. Thank you guys for sitting down with us today to take this little deep dive into the Madonna Inn. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Spellcheck. Oh, yeah. Yes. For f- joining us on an episode. Happy to have you. So happy to be here, guys. <laughs> Thank you.